two minute break. I'm going to go. Amen. Amen. Everybody will be happy over there. Everybody will be happy over there. Just imagine when you look through the annals of time and you're standing in glory in paradise. Finally being able to say, I made it. I made it to paradise. Imagine being able to see Jesus' face in peace. Knowing that after that, all the things of this life, bad health, bills, trouble all over the land, will be over. And we've been to have made it on the other side. I read somewhere in the Bible where it says in Revelations 20 about verse number 4 that says God will wipe all tears from their eyes and there will be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more like this pain. For the former things have passed away. Think about that. That, that, that. that stuff that belongs down here is exclusively down here. But when we make it over there, that's why everybody's going to be happy. Because you won't have to worry about those things of this life. And when you get over there, another thing I like about it is there'll be no more crying, so it won't be nothing over there to make you sad. Nothing over there to get you paid. Nothing over there to make you suffer. You won't be worrying about your health. You won't be worrying about your bills. You won't be worrying about your children. You won't be worrying about all this stuff down here. Because God has a way of transforming us, giving us a new glorified body to make us to be what he would have us to be. And he know how to give us a body that will last and last and last and last. Ain't no gray hair in heaven. That's right. That's down here. Up there ain't no crutches in heaven. That's down, that's down here stuff. Let me slow down. I'm ready to preach that right there. Everybody be happy over here. I want to say that it's so good to see everyone this morning yes. that you've come to the house of God to worship God in spirit and in yes. truth. Yes. So good to see some of you have been out sick and you've been out just going through health issues. And it's again, just so glad to see you in the house. I, I had written down here. So good to see brother and sister Leslie back. Yes. Their name's been mentioned every week. They, they've been sick and it's under the weather. And so good that God has allowed them to be out this morning to praise the great God of heaven and spirit and in truth. And maybe it's some others that have been out and, and, and you're back this morning. I want to thank God that he's given you the strength and has given you the mind to want to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Yeah. Also, I, uh, I, soon and very soon, I will have a new grandson. Lord willing. Amen. All right. And because and my, my daughter about to bust over there. Yeah. I'm praying for her at night now. Yeah. I told her last night when I called her, she said, just a few more days, maybe six or seven days, something like that. But I'm walking, I'm walking. I said, that baby in there watching Netflix. 
We got to get that baby out of there. And I'm not, I don't know, I, I, you know, I, I'm not a doctor. I know the doctors say walk, walking and there's things you can do to, uh, is there things you can do to kind of shake them out of there? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, ladies, y'all know, I don't know. I don't know. But I just know that God has put a precious soul in her and the baby's growing nicely and now we want the baby to come on out so he can be a part of all with all of us amen? amen so pray for her that that she continues to fight the good fight and and and, and tell god uh, does what he does right. also i want to let you know that the radio program is coming and we got to get busy and putting our teams together we've done so far thank you for signing the list last week all of you who signed the list for being part of the radio program team so we can go out there and save souls and win some souls and with this radio station it's a small network but they they like all other radio stations they have now worldwide web access yeah. you'll be able to listen to the program on your phones yeah. go to the station it says listen live you hit the button you hit that right. it's, it's an app Get, get the app. Uh -huh. right. get the, I think the app is called Tuned In. Yeah. Get that app. Yeah. So when you hit that, you can hear us on the radio. You can tell your other friends and neighbors. Out there, but if you can't hear us on the radio, get the app That's right. and listen to us. Right. Tell your uh, uh, folk down in North Carolina, South Carolina. Tell folk up in Boston. Tell folk in Chicago mm -hmm. that they can hear the East Baltimore Church of Christ on the radio trying to save soul and rescue people. Yeah. To bring them into the ark of safety before it's a dying day too late. Also, I want to let you know that yesterday the sisters was here and had a great time doing arts and crafts over in the old sanctuary. And they, it, it has a great Bible theme to it as they put it together and just kind of being creative and things that we can do. And, and again, everything is evangelism everything and to be able to have that resource to go in there and the sisters can fellowship and get together and spend time in fact when the thing was over they didn't leave for an hour and a half after that that's what i'm talking about and that's kind of like where i want to go with my lesson on this morning because where i want to go with the lesson on this morning is that satan is busy and what he's trying to do and I don't know if y'all see what's happening yet, but he is, his plan against the church now is to attack us, not necessarily collectively, but attack us individually. Because he knows and understands that the church gets its strength when they're together one with another. That's when the power is there, when we're together one with another so his plan is if i can separate them if i could fracture them if i can keep them apart from one another then i can then start to put some problems on them that's gonna make them weak and once they're isolated and weak then i can go in for the kill it's just his strategy. It's just how he works. Not collectively. He said, he said, how am I going to destroy this? How am I going to destroy a nation? I know how I'll destroy a nation. I will destroy a state. Then I will destroy a city. Then I will destroy a community. And then I get the big boy. I destroy the family. Yeah, that's it. 
And once you got family that don't like each other, don't talk to each other, they don't speak to each other, they don't care about one another, they're isolated. And then once they're isolated, then he said, I'll take my fiery dark gun and I'll pluck them off one by one and entangle them in stuff that'll be hard for them to get out of. Now, this is not a new strategy either. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Because if you listen to the scripture text, the scripture text says, and I'm going to pick it up at verse number 22, even though Brother Keelan ably read verse 23 through 25. It says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience because it's been affected by the world. And our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for God is faithful that promised and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works why God he said for not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together he says, that's a trick of the devil. Don't do it. Yeah. As the manner of some is. Yeah. Now, he ain't talking about us today. He's talking about when he was writing this. That's right. Yeah. That's right. The devil was using that same strategy. Okay. Way back in the beginning of trying to keep the saints separate. Yeah. And apart once isolated, feeling alone. Because he knew then, since it was more of a, a physical attack going on where their family was getting killed and their parents was getting killed and, and all this stuff was going on. Even when Paul was a, Saul was a bad man, he was killing Christians and killing their families and locking up husbands and locking up wives. And he knew that the stress of that would cause some folk to separate themselves, rethink Christianity, become isolated, and be right for the fiery darts. So he said here, do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but encourage or exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day of judgment approaching. He said it's it's rough here, but it ain't getting no better. Satan got a whole lot of strategies that he's going to be using to keep us separated and isolated from one another. Sometimes when I stand up here, I see it looking kind of good like it looked this morning, kind of kind of full. But then there's other mornings I stand up here and about 50 folk ain't here. It looks light and there's a hole here and there's a hole here and there's a hole there and a hole there and, 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 and see and I understand that, 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 that that's, the, that's the trick of the devil and what the devil is want us to find reasons why not to come 
and assemble rather than finding reasons to come and assemble. Everybody in here, if you think hard and you ain't got to think that hard, why you, where, someplace else you could have been. If you give in to that, some of you ain't want to get up this morning. That clock went off, you had an attitude. Came so fast. Now you got to get up. Now you got to get everybody dressed. Now you got to get cross town. Some of you come all the way, uh, 50 miles. Got to drive 50 miles just to come and worship God. Listen, that is the one thing that the thing you think you don't want to do is the one thing you and I need desperately. You are not going to make it over to glory being isolated by yourself. It don't work like that. You are just an easy target. It's like the wildebeest. The wildebeest are big animals, but they are bad, meaning good, bad, strong in groups. The lions female lions won't just walk into a herd of wildebeest and start stuff. Because them wildebeest will team up on that lion and take those horns and knock her every which way but loose. So lions understand they are strong together. They are mighty together. They are powerful together. So I gotta fight. Because I gotta eat. Satan said, This is a war. I gotta take somebody prisoner. I gotta get some of them. So I gotta find the ones that look like to me that are vulnerable to being isolated. The ones who feel lonely. The ones who feel by themselves, the one who feel unloved, the one who feel like nobody loved me, the one who feel hurt, the one who just lost maybe a loved one, the one who's going through stress, the one children acting up in school, the one children ain't doing right, the one got, got wives ain't doing right, husbands ain't doing right, mama ain't treating them right, daddy, fight that, that's them. I gotta isolate them with the stuff that happens in the world. And when he spots us, he begins to ratch up the heat. We call it in our day, press your buttons. So he can find that combination. And when he finds that combination, and let me tell you how smooth he is. It's not just him looking for your, con- your, your, your combination. He has told all the demons to attack wherever you see weaknesses. He said, we already got the world. They're already doing crazy stuff. We got them already. But it's this other group that don't belong to us, but belong to our enemy, God the Father and his son, Jesus Christ. That's the group that we want to attack. And we want to isolate. Now, let me give you this trick. And if you believe what I'm saying, just commit yourself to staying together. Somebody said, Brother Thurston, Brother Thea, give me, give me the title of sermon. I'm writing this stuff down. As Marvin Gaye say, let's stay together. 
okay, whoever said it. I don't know. I, I, I didn't know I heard that standing gas. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I know y'all say, Brother T don't know. No, I know. I know. I heard that. I heard that title when I uh, when I was a little boy. Mom had all the stuff. I ain't know who was singing it though. But as it relates to this sermon, as it relates to this family, let's stay together. Because whenever we are not together, we become vulnerable to Satan's attacks. The Hebrew writers writing this to the Hebrews because of the storm they were going to, they had started to uh, disconnect themselves and they had begun to forsake the assembling of themselves together. Now, there's several tricks that the enemy can use to isolate you. And one of the isolation formulas that he can use to isolate you is trouble. And just throw trouble in your way. But, uh, but we have to understand that when in order to stay together, the Bible says here in verse number 24, let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good works. That means let us be accountable. One to, you got to have a friend. You got to have a brother. You got to have a sister. Yeah, there's somebody in the Lord that can hold you accountable when you're not doing what God wants you to do. You can't do it, but somebody got to be able. You got to have somebody that can talk to you and say, you got to get together, girl. I understand. I understand life. You're talking life now. I, I, I understand life, but Jesus ain't do nothing to you. It's life. It's life. It's the devil. It's the enemy. But in order to get strong, you got to go to the source of your that the source that you have always been your power, which is Jesus. You got to have a brother you can talk to and say, "Man, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't feel like I'm. You know what I'm doing? I'm, you know what I'm doing? I'm looking for this right girl. And if I can't find her at East Baltimore." And if she ain't at the North Side Church of Christ, maybe she, I'm going to the South Side Church of Christ. And if she ain't at the South Side Church of Christ, maybe I'll go to the East Side Church of Christ. And if I ain't going to the East Side Church of Christ, I, 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 let me go to the, to, to the West Side Church of Christ. See, and somebody would say, well, long as they are in the church. But no. 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 You a soldier in the army of God and you have been put in a, 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 a base you have a base a home base by which you have to operate to do God's work from and when you don't operate to do God's work from your base and you out there girl hunting, then you are making the church weak because we're trying to fight and you are MIA. Missing in action. Oh, brother, but I'm at the South Side Church. But you need, you at the South Side, but we don't know where you at. Oh, we know you ain't here. And see, and when you get acting up at the south side and they try to get on you can say well I'm not a member here oh I'm not a member here 
because see, if you tried that at the home base and you dating around and four or five girls mad at you, the leadership, somebody who can hold you accountable can be able to make sure the family stay together and not let there be no schisms in the camp. You ain't got all these sisters mad at you and you walking around and say like, no, no, they're just like me. <laughs> no! It's accountability. You have a home base. And when you're not at your home base, whoever you're responsible for should know where you are. Do you know when Paul went in Acts 9, I believe, when he went over to Antioch, he uh, uh, went back to Jerusalem, actually from Antioch, he tried to assemble himself. Because wherever he went, he found some Christians. So he tried to make his home base with the apostles that were at Jerusalem. The problem was his life was so bad. His reputation was so bad. Until when he came, they were scared of him. But Paul understood that when he working for the Lord, he got to work for the Lord, but he has to have a, a place of operation. And his place of operation was Jerusalem. That's why if you read further around chapter 20, he's trying to rush to get back for Pentecost at Jerusalem. Oh, church. See, why? 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 See, because every congregation has planned everything around their people. And if they plan everything, they said, plan what? Plan our tax strategy. Plan on how we can go into this sinful world and let them know that God loves them, God cares about them, there's a word from God from them, God want to help them, God want to change their life, the Bible is right, Jesus is right, the church is right. Amen. They need us to come get them, but, 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 but we're weaker when we're not together and we're not able to fulfill the mission that God has given us because we out there isolated rather than together. He says here, pick it up here in verse number 22, where it says, let us draw near with a what? True. That means when you come, when you come, when you draw near, come here and come here with a mind that I'm coming here to glorify God. I'm coming here to magnify God. I'm telling you, listen. When you let God move things in around, move things around, He'll bless you. But when you take it upon yourself to go out there and, and you evaluate people, prospects, you're doing it with a human eye. And the Bible said we walk, we walk by faith and not by sight. So you're going to mess up. And you're going to go out there and say, I found the right one. And then when you go out there and think you found the right one. See, how can you go out and not do it God's way and think somehow God going to bless that mess? No, he said, first of all, what he wants from us is to draw near with a true heart. That means, Lord, 
I'm for you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these other things gonna be added. See, see, if you're not at home base and you're missing and you ain't drawing nigh together with a true heart and you've been missing so long, you know you can be gone so long we forget you about us. You're gone so long when you come back, we like, where you been at? And you can say, well, I was here, there, and everywhere. Oh, where, where, where your, where, where's your membership? Oh, I'm a member of East Baltimore Church of Christ. I say you, I say you are. Yeah, I remember East Baltimore Church of Christ. It's been like nine months since I sent you. I, I know, but you know, I, I go there, but I keep my name here. No, 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 no. You AWOL. You're absent without leave. Because everybody has to be accountable to somebody. Whenever I go somewhere, I'm going to tell somebody where I'm going. I tell a, a Claiborne, Brother Frazier, Brother uh, uh, Vito, uh, somebody. Somebody, because somebody want to know where is he? Where is he? See, the reason why that is important is because we're, 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 we're together. We are hooked. We're hooked together. And guess what? And we got to realize, and church, please believe this, you cannot make it to glory by yourself. We're not designed to make it to glory by ourselves. Listen, I understand. Plus you locked away in prison and you're the only Christian. There's always a scenario where somebody isolated all by themselves. Plus you John the Apostle. And he's on the Isle of Patmos. And nobody there with him. Are you saying he won't go to heaven? Well, before you use all those scenarios, you ain't John. Amen. You're not an apostle. You don't have that link like that. You and I are individuals who have a fleshly side and a spiritual side. And that flesh lusts against that spirit. And that spirit left it against that flesh. We have a, all of us got a war going on inside. Some do better with that war than other, but all of us got a war going on inside. And the only way we're going to be able to be strong in our fighting is to be together and stand together and provoke one another to love and good works. Watch the text. The text says here, let us draw near with a true heart. In full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. Somebody said, well, how does that work? By staying underneath the blood of Jesus, underneath the word of God, underneath the proper teaching, underneath what God will have you to be understanding and learning so you can have a good conscience. See, your conscience don't tell you when you're wrong or right. It tells you when, what you believe. About wrong and right. Y'all didn't get there. Y'all, it's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. If you have, a, if you are a person that believe that it's all right to steal, then you're conscious that that's what you're born into, and you to convince yourself that there are some circumstances that warn me to take something that don't belong to me. Then when you do it, you're not gonna have a conscience to it. 
because you have programmed your carnal mind to believe that that's okay. But if you was raised up in a house where you and mom and dad would break you down for stealing, aunts and uncles would get on you for stealing, that you knew that stealing was wrong and you go steal something, you might get away with it, but your conscience, it gonna be tearing you up. Let me show y'all something. Brother Fish, show me in the Bible. Here it is. I'm glad you said that. After verse 25, where Paul said, if Paul wrote this, we believe Paul wrote this, forsake not the assembling of yourself together as the man of some is, but exhort one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Look here, 26. For if we sin willfully, if we know we wrong, and after we have received the knowledge of truth, meaning after you've been trained right, and you go against that proper right training. He said the knowledge of truth there remains no more sacrifice for sins. And what that simply means is is that there's nothing else can help you but to go get right. Who was the sacrifice for sins? Jesus. If you reject Jesus and his law and his commandments and his authority, who's going to save you? Who else will Buddha save you? Will Muhammad save you? Will Gandhi save you? No, 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 no idol can save you. The stars can't save you. Your horoscope can't save you. Nobody but Jesus. So if you sin willfully and you reject God's teaching, you think you can steal and do all this other stuff, then you ain't got nowhere else to go but hell. Oh, read it, read it. And why you going in that direction? Let me tell you what, if you've been raised right, and if you know right, let me tell you what's happening to you on the inside. Verse number 27. Let me say Claiborne. 27. But they search fearful looking for a judgment and fiery indignation. Hold it. You walking around scared to death. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to hell. I'm yeah. going to hell. Yeah. Oh, Lord, help me, please. Lord, help me. I mean, he going to crack that sky one day. Yeah. He going to, he going to, that, that's why. When people tell me that they go out and they so easily can do one of the worst sins, according to the Bible that I read, which is fornication. And when you can be a Christian who knows show enough God and can lay there with somebody that you didn't put a ring on that finger and got paperwork for. Yeah. And if you can lay there and not be scared. That any minute Jesus can crack the sky. In fact, while I'm down here, I can have a heart attack. And die. Yeah. And it don't scare you. I mean, it don't bother you that there's a chance you can spend eternity separated from God in the lake of fire, burning forever, and tormented. Remember, you had an opportunity to be saved, but blew it, and it don't bother you. The Bible says that these people who were forsaken the assembling of God, and they're willfully sinning, they walk around. 
And the Bible said they walk around here, but they have a fearful looking, but a certain fearful looking for the judgment and the fiery indignation. Fiery means indignation means anger. Fiery means hot anger. Fiery indignation, which shall what? Devour the adversaries. Church. But the only way we can get out of things like that is to what? Stay together. Don't be mad when somebody jump on you about that. Don't be mad when you go and say, man, guess what I did? Give me a high five. And they like just like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going to give you a knee and some hands in the air. Don't be upset with them because they're trying to save your soul. They're trying to help you to be what God would have you to be because that's part of let's stay together. When you at South Side, North Side, East Side, West Side, Downtown, Uptown, Midtown. We're in all these places and you're not at your home of operation. You're not at the, at the base that you committed to. I am placing membership or I have obeyed the gospel here. I am a part of this group. This is my home congregation. Once you do that, you made the vows. That means that you're saying that your worship and your work will be launched from this base. That means this, this, this is the base of this the heart. And when I need reinforcements, I got a base that I can go to. I got brothers and sisters. I got other soldiers in that base that can help me to do God's will and work God's way. But you got to stay together. See, I'm not God. When the Bible said don't forsake in verse 25. That means don't be able to come, but don't come. Amen. To forsake something means to be able to do something and not do it. Right. That's it. You forsook it. Yeah. If, if you got to work, then you got to work. I got that. You haven't forsook it. But I would plan my day that I can get me a worship in. Amen. Amen. I would go to the boss and say, sir, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a. I'm a Christian. Like that guy over there, did you let go home every Friday here, Jew? Yeah. I'm a Christian. And Sunday is the Lord's day. It is the one day that I am commanded by God to assemble with the saints and sit at his table with them. And my home base, the congregation that offer three opportunities. For that to get done. And I need us to rework this schedule. Where I can take advantage of one of those opportunities. Now. If you take advantage. Or don't behave yourself right. At the job. Meaning. As soon as you say that. And he say. You go to church. When did this start? <laughs> now, maybe you'll tell him I just started. I just obeyed the gospel maybe last month or something. I'm hoping that's, I'm hoping that's what you tell him. I just obeyed the gospel. And 
that's what my faith requires. And then you got to act right. Because he's going to grant you that. And, 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 and listen, and you might have to fight a little bit. It's funny. We fight about everything else. Let our paycheck be $5 short. I'm going to human resources right now. And they, they give me my $5. And, I'll get, and you get there and say, I'm $5 short. And they do the numbers. They say, well, okay, yeah, you are $5 short. But can we put it on next paycheck? No, no, no. I want my money right now. Right now. I don't care who you got to wake up. I don't care who you got to call. I want my money right. You better write me a check. The same way we act when our money ain't right should be the same way. Well, let me say same intensity when it comes to getting your Sunday off or getting something, something worked out. I'll come in later, man. I'll come in at 11 o'clock. I'll come in at, you can change my schedule. I'll come in at 6.30 and get off at 2.30. I'll do this. Whatever it takes, I want to do it because I got to go worship my God. When a supervisor says, no, I'm sorry, we're on a schedule, there's nothing we can do. Well, can I see your boss? Right. And when you see his boss and the boss said, well, um, uh, I would like to, but I really, we can't spare at this time. But can I see your boss? That's right. Amen. Amen. Well, y'all don't like that. Y'all don't like that. No. It depends on what staying together means to us. I mean, does it really mean, or are, or are we not bothered when we miss the Lord's day? Or, or don't, maybe it don't bother me. You know, well, I get it. I catch it up next Sunday. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get two cups next Sunday and two pieces of bread. Uh, the Bible said, I didn't write that for y'all came here. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together at the manner of some is, but to come together. How what? The more. That means the more. The more evil this world gets, and this is the evil world. The more we need each other, church. Y'all hear me? Amen. Amen. Let's stay together. Yeah. I don't know who said it. Yeah, yeah, I'm all confused who said that now, but y'all know who said it. Right. Al Green. Okay, he said it. I don't know what he was talking about. Well, I'm talking about the church. Amen. Let's stay together. Because that is the will. And when you're not going to be here, let some, let some leader know. I'm not here. I'm going to be over at South, South Side. I'll be over at Woodlawn. I'll be over. Let somebody know your whereabouts. Amen. 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 Well, why they I'm grown. I'm 21 plus. Because the Bible says we got to provoke one another to good works. Because, see, you don't know your flesh. Your flesh can mess you up. Your flesh can make you say, well, when they ask you where you were, Tell them you was at Central. And then when Central asked you where you was, and since Rupert Nobathia say you was at Eastside. And then when you ain't there, you won't get in trouble because they think you was at Eastside. And Eastside think you was at Central. And Central think you was at East Baltimore. And, and, and you, 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 now you can walk in there saying, yeah, hey, how y'all doing? No, okay, and, and, and let me tell you something about that. And you can scheme on man. 
You can trick us all day long. It, it ain't hard. We ain't the smartest people in the world. But you can't trick God one time. God see that stuff. He see what's going on. And, or, and one day, he goes, the Bible said, as a man soweth, the same shall he reap. Well, brother, how does that look? Well, one day you have a real emergency. And you need somebody. Maybe you need benevolence. Maybe you just need the preacher to come help. And you call him up and say, I need your preacher. Who is this? This is Abraham. Well, Abraham, where you at now? Oh, I'm, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm at your congregation. Well, we ain't seen you since um, February last year. And after six months, we assume you're not going to be here and we didn't hear from you. So we can't, you know, come back and place membership. Oh, no. Central. I need help. Well, what congregation are you a member of? I'm a member of, well, I was at East Baltimore, but I've been with you for, you've you been seeing me? I've been there for a long time. You know you've been there probably about four or five times. A long time. And I need help. Well, we didn't see you say you was a member here. And therefore, we, we can talk to you and help you, but we can do as much as we can for people the way we deal with people who are not members of this home base. Oh, y'all ain't got this yet. See, and the reason why, and I'm saying, and at, what I'm showing you isn't enough evidence to prove the teaching I'm teaching you, then you ain't going to listen to me. I don't care how many scriptures I give you. Because there's just sometimes we do not want accountability. We don't want to stay together. I don't want to. I got a right to go wherever I want to go, when I want to go, how I want to go. And nobody can't tell me nothing. I'm grown. Well, all preachers, let me let you know about all preachers, just so you'll know this. We ain't nothing but the mailman. Y'all need to know that. We are mailmen. That's, that's the extent of our authority. You know, a mailman coming, you're expecting your first of the month check? And he walk up there and you ask him if you got his check and he said, I don't see no check in here for you. You can't beat him up. He don't see him. got them. You can, I mean, you can fuss at him. And say, you know you had you. Probably nothing down. Somebody hired you. You can fuss all you want to, but you need a mailman. You have to call Social Security and find out what's going on. Well, same thing with us. We ain't number messengers. Mailmen. God is the boss. And when you read the text of scripture that I just gave you, it reads like this, and my sermon is yours. Pick it up at verse 19. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, meaning you do have rights. You have the power to go to the throne of God and ask God help at any time. Verse 20. This has taken place by a new and living way which he has consecrated for us through the veil that is to say his flesh. What is that saying? You got that right by him dying on the cross. By him shedding his blood and dying on the cross, we have the right to come boldly to the throne. Even when we do wrong, we can ask God to help us and we can repent and say we're sorry and God will help us. 
Because he loves us. Next verse. Having an high priest over the house of God. That's Jesus now. He's our high priest. And he's over the church. He's the boss man. And high priest means you can pray and he'll take your prayers right to God. He's our high priest. Next verse. Let us, because of all this, because we're in that position of having rights, let us draw near with a true heart and the full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from the evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. That means know what you believe, stand on what you believe, and believe what you believe according to the Bible. And do it with a sincere conscience. Then it says here, let us, 23, hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Know what you believe and don't go back and forth. Don't go back. Hold on to it. When the storms of life come and they're going to come, hold on to what you believe. When trouble come in your life, hold on to what you believe. When children act up or your house catch fire or people don't treat you right or, or, or you're going through stuff, your health ain't right and all that, trust God. Right. And say, God, no matter what happens down here, I'm not leaving you. Verse 24. And let us consider one another to provoke, to, to incite unto love. Into good works. Next verse, 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. This is an old trick from the devil. Yes, it is. But exhorting or encouraging one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. That's the day of judgment. Yeah. The harder it is, the more we're gonna need each other. The worse it gets, the more we're gonna need it. You think with same-sex marriage, that's just the start, that's the tip of the spear. That's right, that's right. You wait. Yeah. You wait and see how crazy mankind can really get. And if you want a sneak peek, go back and read the book of Judges. Mankind can get awful crazy. One man in the Bible got his wife raped, and, 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 and when, the, when he came back, they, 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 they just killed her. Killed her. Get other people in the Bible who was eating their children. Some of y'all read that. He got so a famine got so bad that you take your baby and me and brother Carl Davis agree he got a baby I got a baby I said I'll brew your baby today you can brew my baby tomorrow <laughs> mankind can get crazy so we better draw it we better get we better stay together Amen. then it says here verse 27 for if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of truth there remains no more sacrifice for sin if you leave come back to Jesus don't go nowhere else because nothing else can save you and if you choose not to come back to Jesus and try to go somewhere else the next verse applies to you but a certain fearful looking for the judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversary 28, if they despise Moses' law and they die without mercy under two or three witnesses, how much more punishment suppose you shall be, shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden underfoot 
the son of God, Jesus word and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he is sanctified an unholy thing and hath done despiteful unto the spirit of grace. That scared me as enough. Church. Let's stay together. Let's help each other. Let's be accountable one to another. If you're not going to be here, just tell your neighbor next year, I won't be. I'm here. I'm there. I'm working with just so we can be accountable to one another. If you are, if you're married, then we know that your husband or wife got the information and we get that. They'll tell us. But we got to be accountable to one another. There's a there's a shift going on in the brotherhood where there are a lot of individuals who won't settle down in one place. I don't know what's going on. They just want to be free as birds. But the Bible says that's not right. And I challenge you, as I close out, to bring me the book, chapter, and verse that shows you that there were people wandering around in the New Testament that did not belong to some congregation. It ain't in there. I checked for a brought this sermon because I knew somebody was going to do it. It ain't in there. It is unauthorized. So remember, let's stay together. Now, if you're out there and you're not a part of the Church of Christ, I got some real good news for you. You can make God your high priest today. The Bible just said that you can come boldly to the throne. You can pray. Once you make him your high priest, you can talk to him at any time. You can pray at any time. You can go before the throne of God at any time when you make him your high priest. Another good news is, and then you get a new family. Mothers and brothers and sisters. If you want, you can call us cousins and nieces and nephews. Whatever you want to call this family, we all here. And being here, we can help hold one another accountable to make sure everybody will be happy over there. Brother, how do you do that? All the Bible says you do. The Bible says he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. That's Mark 16, 16. The Bible says hear God's word. Faith come by hearing, Romans 10, 17, and hearing by the word of God. So by you reading God's word, you just read God's word today just with me. And that's enough right there to make you want to run to God because I told you, oh, it's Jesus and nobody else. That ought to make you run to God. And if you heard that, then believe it. You got to hear that, believe it. And his baptized shall be saved. Then after that, repent of your sin. Say, I have, I have done wrong, but I have it made up in my mind that I'm going to fight back. Right. And I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to do what God would have me do. Listen, 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 my mom on this side. Don't ever let flesh and blood keep you out of hell. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't. Your walk is with your Savior. Yes. It's with God. Don't ever let. And somebody said, well, why, why, why you say that? Because sometimes I know folk can make us so mad. So I'm so mad. It's over. That's flesh and blood. That's flesh and blood. You might be dealing with somebody that's crazy. Don't let them stop you from serving your God and your Savior. 
Don't let them stop it. And if they, and, and, and when they do stop you and you say, I'm not, just repent and say, no, I'm going to do right. Amen. Repent means turn around. It means change your heart, change your mind, change your attitude. And then after that, confess the sweetest name of mortal tongue. If you're visiting with us, confess Jesus. Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and I want to obey him. And then we'll take you to the watery grave of baptism. This morning, the water is waiting right now. We'll change you up and put you down there. You can, you'll, you'll, go, you'll go down in the water a guilty distance away, but come up connected with Jesus Christ. You'll go down being a sinner, and you'll come up being a saint. You'll go down lost, you'll come up found. You go down in trouble, you come up with the most needed issue in your life resolved. Say, I, say, I didn't say you go down older than gas and electric company, $500, and come up and the bill is paid. I ain't say that. God ain't promised you that. That's not the point of that. I said you go down lost. You go down unrighteous. You go down a sinner, and you come up a saint. Having another residence that don't, you don't have to worry about gas and electric because the lights will never go off because God is the light of that place. And God will keep your light shining bright and his light will be so bright it goes all through you. So you won't have to worry about BGE if you get J-E-S-U-S. So why don't you do it right now as we all stand and sing the hymn of invitation. Come on and get it right now. There's a fountain free. Come on and get it right now. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. If you're out there, you're thinking about should I do this or shouldn't I do this? Let me tell you something. The day of judgment is coming fast. And this might be the softest your heart can get in a long time. This might be your day. And don't let the devil talk you out of your day. The devil is a thief, a robber. He come to kill, steal, and destroy. He is an accuser of the brethren. He is the wicked one and he is against you. And the best thing you can do to fight back against the enemy is to get Jesus on your side. And the way you get them on your side is to come up and let us know you believe and you want to be baptized in the Christ for the remission of your sins. And if you come forth and let God into your life, then God will lead you. And he will guide you. And even when you fall down, it'll be okay to get up again. That's what I love about God. When we fall down, we can just get up. Take it to God. Say, Father, say, God, say, Jesus, say, forgive me. And his blood will continue to wash you white as snow. So if you're out there and you want that type of friend and that type of love from that type of God, come right now as we sing one more stanza. There's a living.